I'm also an athlete as well. I'm a clumsy, but I'm. I, you were a good. You were. You were a good athlete. Yeah, I played soccer and ran track. And were you good at it though? Yes. You would have had to have been. I was great at it. But you're. But just for you to be clumsy, that would just be so weird. Hey, hey, you were you a sports fan. Yeah. You love football? Yeah. You know who her dad is? Here we go. Uh, Should I try to guess? Oh, this is going to be a very fun thing. (laughs) I look like him. She looks like him. Her uh, her dad, one of the greatest running backs of all time. No. (laughs) What's that? No, no. Don't don't tell me position. I look like Deion Sanders. Okay. You look look like Deion Sanders. Deion handsome. Yeah, no, he is. Deion's been on TV for 20 years. He's handsome. Yeah. (laughs) If you've been on TV, no matter who you are. So shout out to Flavor Flay. Most of it with a helmet on. So real quick, uh, Red Pill Pill Podcast, we ready. Uh, We do have something we haven't had in the last couple of weeks. We have a white person. (gasps) Yes. Welcome, white uh, white guy. Introduce. Should yourself. I not have been that excited about? Yeah, it? <laughs> it's not. It's not that. Keep your, keep your arm like, down. So, uh, clap, clap for these sisters right here. Clap, clap right there. Like, wow, yay! We have Erica and Mila from Good Moms, Bad Choices uh, on the podcast, which we're talking about right now. We're just getting it out of the way because this is a game I love to play with Erica. It's very funny. You and everyone. Uh, we're gonna have. Um, is it everyone's favorite game to it's, play? It's, a, it's, a, it's men. It's black men's favorite game it's to a, play because it's okay. it's a it's a fucking wild fact to me. It's wild. Mm-hmm. So we have uh, the white guy. What's your name again, brother? Nolan. Nolan. Nolan is a huge sports fan for sure. Erica's father mm-hmm. is one of the greatest football players of all time. A Hall of Famer. Top five all time in his position. I would say top three. Okay. Don't fuck this up, Nolan. Don't fuck this up, Nolan. Okay. Top five, top three. Top, all time I would say position? top three. I would say top three at the position. At the position. Two thousand yard rusher in one season. God dang it! You just gave it away, didn't you? Is it Barry? No. No. No, man. It's not <laughs> Barry. She doesn't look like 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 Barry. Oh, it's, it's, it's funny, like because when you get it, when you see, right, right, think about it. All right. How many hints you need? Top three, two thousand yard rusher. Two thousand yard rusher. At his at his position in one season. Mm. We got it. You got fifteen seconds. Fifteen seconds. <sighs> Dickerson. <laughs> I get it. Okay, so so I'll give you this. I was going younger, so I like you look super young. So all of my guesses were more compliments, to be honest. A little bit. That's that's the way niggas. There you go again, saving the ass. I was. That's the truth. That's the truth. I was. I was going nineties, not eighties. So we were talking about people using their because like these two beautiful sisters were late. (laughs) They were late. Ten minutes. They were late. We were ten minutes late. And then, also, it's raining and, and in L.A. Also, it's raining yeah. in L.A. And you I know, by niggas two freak accidents. out. In L.A., yeah. if it rains, nobody knows. No what one the fuck knows. Two accidents are fucking dry. But you, you guys were talking about the fact that um, when you're a mom or when you're a parent, you get to use your kids as an excuse for being tardy and for other things like that. So unpack that for us, so we know. I mean, not all the time, but absolutely. What? It's not much to unpack. Kids add. Kids <laughs> it add. Is what it is. Kids add what? Ten minutes to it. Yeah. If you're being, ju- if you're, yeah, if you're being modest. So yes, what happened today minutes. that made you guys like? What did the kids do? None of your goddamn business. Because it's a bunch of fucking bullshit. Because <laughs> it, you know what I mean. Because it because it didn't I was happen. doing mom shit. You were doing mom shit because it, it Very never important mom business. Ne- happening <laughs> but this see, morning. I, but see, like ten minutes. We're because here. I know I've heard. It's not the first time I've heard this. Everybody around me has children, and I know that you guys use this as a crutch. And I'm trying to help Man you get is over a it. Stickler. I, no, I'm not for stickler. Time. I'm not crutch. stickler for time. 
I'm not sick of her time. In my old job, I was late all the time. <laughs> but I would just say that, you know, I know that your kids had nothing to do with you guys being targeted today. You don't know. Beauty, y'all using beauty blender products on your face, trying to get the right blend. And that's probably what. That's a plug. See, look at me. I'm looking out. You know what? You're always looking out, Van. Thank you. Thank oh, you so much. So, look, we got a lot to cover on this podcast today. First of all, these ladies have an amazing podcast where they talk about. Uh, well, tell the people. Tell us what the podcast is about. I'm not gonna. That's what black men try to do that too much. Like, I was really here. looking forward to <laughs> no, see what you were no, no, say, no. Tell actually. us what the podcast. Yeah, is. Yeah, I was. I was like, hmm. <laughs> I, I would like to know what you think we're doing over here. What I think. We, you, what I think you're doing. I think if you were to ask me, I think you're offering a contemporary look at motherhood that is sort of that breaks the classic mold of what you have to be when you are a mom. I think a lot of times I see things on social media and out there and I see people saying, oh, you're a mom, you shouldn't do this. You're a mom, you shouldn't do that. And they, they want to put motherhood into a set of behaviors and not into an experience. And I think you guys' podcast goes a long way to dispel sort of that myth. It's actually a very That was pretty accurate. accurate. Because I'm... <laughs> Very good. There, there you go. See, you know, I don't know why people keep trying to test this brain. This is a gift. I know you're smart. Right. I know you're smart. So, but, 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 but seriously though, like in you guys' own words, what would you say the importance of doing that is, and what made you guys start the podcast and kind of go into that? I mean. I think me and Jamila, we just are just are just being 100 percent ourselves constantly on the podcast. And so I think we've been able to connect with other women. We started it because, I mean, I didn't feel like I felt very alone in motherhood. I felt like I was one of the first of my friends to have kids. I didn't have any point of reference and it was fucking lonely and shit. And mm. so I went looking for podcasts that were similar to like about single motherhood, a, and from a perspective of a woman of color and there just were none. Mm. And so I was like, well, fuck it. Mm. Let me just, maybe I'll have a conversation with someone and then it's grown and grown. And we've connected with women that I never, we have a whole community that I never even know. Didn't think I could ever have, first of all. Mm-hmm. And, and it's just so cool. Cause we're all different. We're not all like we don't all enjoy smoking weed or yeah. drinking. Some of us are married. Like it's not just about that. And we even have like guys that fuck with us, which is great. We have a, a community of dads and just dudes yeah. and just dick pics. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's the way they We uh we ask for nudes often. Often, mm-hmm. yes. That's the thing that you ask for from guys. From no, people. from our people. Like just send us nudes. See what I'm saying? We got a lot of women that just want to send nudes but not necessarily to a guy. Um, or they just, you know, they just want to share some shit with us. You see so what I'm saying? Like that's that's I like you guys using that privilege to your advantage. <laughs> I mean, why who wouldn't? We share back. You know Sometimes we do share back. I right, but see I like that though, because that's something that like if if the brilliant idiots or me or anybody else was on there asking for news, it would be frowned upon. But you guys can do that, so you flex your muscle with that. Like, Sometimes there, you just want to feel a little sexy real quick. And, with, some, and people, and, you trust. and a lot of moms you, and women want to feel sexy too. They want to be like, oh shit, okay. You know, sometimes you don't have anyone and you want to send the nudes. Send the test. So you guys get the news. So people send you the news they can't send. To, or maybe they don't feel comfortable sending feel, to yeah. someone else. Now, when you get the nudes, are you honest about what it is that you see or are you empowering no matter what it is that you get? Because if you're getting random news from a whole bunch of people, they what do you mean honest? What's the, like, they can't all be fire. 
<laughs> I'm saying, I mean, to be honest with you, if you getting, if you just asking for news, some of them are, you know, they could do better angles. Right, could have been more creative. Okay, no, I'm know? just saying, like, just but people's it, bodies it, be we, fucked up but, sometimes. But that we, we, <laughs> we empower. I'm just, yeah. well, I'm just, I'm just I'm, bro. <laughs> no, you know, like, I don't so, believe in that. I don't believe in that. I feel you like your, your, it's your body. It's, it's not, my like. I can tell you right now that my body is fucked up. That people's <laughs> bodies are fucked up sometimes. That's, but I don't feel that way. I don't. I feel like it's all about how you, how, how you express it and how confident you are. I've seen people that aren't popularly attractive, mm-hmm. and they had confidence that someone who is thick or skinny or whatever you deem as beautiful, and she's not or he's not, and I'm like, oh, I'll take that. Yeah. You know, he's but like, is, he's is, like, yeah, no. Not oh, me. I'm asking, I'm, I'm asking you a question. Is it unfair to just say that there are some people that look better with their clothes on? Is that is that something that's unfair to say? I'm, I'm not I talking about to them. I think it's unfair. I'm, to I'm say. not. I'm not. I'm not talking about to them because you should always look There's at yourself. There's a lot of unfair shit that's said. I mean, you can say whatever the fuck you want to say. But right? what I'm saying is, is it is it wrong to say that an image of a naked person? Might not look good to you. Now, no I, preference, baby. Preference. preference. That's fine. Listen, this is what we're trying to get to the preference. bottom of, man. Because I see, but no shaming, but preference. Never shaming. You know, never shaming. But what I'm asking is like, let's say that, like, because I'll be honest with you. Because like, like I'm a heightist. Like I, I don't want no. Sh- I'm good. Like if you're short, we're done immediately. So see? I get it. Preference. But I love short people. You know, they're just not, I'm just not going to oh, date you. But I, I, I'm just not going to date I'll give you an example you. of this. It's like, you know, you, you have a homie, right? Mm-hmm. And you have a homie, like we all, because I have, I'm on a bunch of different group texts, right? And sometimes you have a boy, a, a homie, and he a little pudgy or whatever, and he starts getting <laughs> in the gym. Listen, he starts getting in the gym, and then he'll send you a picture and be like, yo, like, fucking day 40, doing it. And we'll be like, my nigga, <laughs> wait until day 75 <laughs> to send these pictures out because, you know, you still got a little titty he's meat. He's proud. He's making progress. Okay. You but know, we, he, but, need, he need a little motivation. See, that's the nigga that needs to send us the pictures because we will motivate him. Like, but see, you, you know what you'll end up doing? You'll end up getting him fucked over. I'll tell you why. Oh, because the, the reason why I tell him that. So he doesn't go to the gram with that picture. I'm your man. <laughs> I'm a, like, I, like I'm gonna keep it real with you and make sure that you know not to do that. Y'all gonna be like, baby, you so beautiful. Just throw a little baby oil on that, some coconut oil, and then he's gonna coconut be looking oil. stupid. That dries my skin. Coconut oil dries your dries your skin. Yeah, it doesn't last. Really? I'm not a really big fan of coconut oil. I put coconut. I get out. Put the coconut. I got a coconut oil. Um, Jar. I have a coconut oil slash olive oil blend mm. that I've made. Okay, see, well, that olive oil makes it a little more dense. A little bit more dense. Know. So, uh, what, dispel some myths about motherhood. Some things that people think about moms that bother you guys. I think people think that after motherhood, you shouldn't be sexy hmm. or act a certain way you right. shouldn't go out more than three definitely times definitely not publicly yeah definitely not publicly mm-hmm. shouldn't partake in the things that you partook in prior to motherhood there's a lot of things that people think what else mm. yeah I think I think that's really the biggest one um, also yeah that you're not that you have to make a choice about your career path too like you can't dream anymore you got to figure this shit out. Right. You know, and to and to a degree, obviously, yeah, you have a fucking responsibility. But also, um, I don't know. I just feel like there's almost like losses associated with motherhood. Mm. And like you're losing something, but you're also gaining something. But you don't really understand that until you actually have a child, how much you gain. Because you do lose some shit. What do you lose? 
time. Mm-hmm. Um, friends. Friends. Um, because they still want to go out and twerk that ass and you can't go do it as much. That or that also, like, you realize that that's all that that was the connection we had. Word. You that know? happens in everybody's life, though. Like, no, no, still, absolutely. Yeah. No, absolutely. But I find it, I think, I think when I, for my, my experience, when I became, when I found out I was pregnant and I became a mother, that was very, that, that happened a lot. Um, what else do you, I mean, I don't know, like. The reason why I ask that is because. I know women and this more specifically, I find this in women, right? Mm -hmm. Um, That uh, after they become mothers, it seems as if their entire existence and identity is wrapped up in motherhood. Mm. And while that's a beautiful thing, oftentimes I find myself being slightly sad for them just because I, 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 I mean, not not in a bad way. I, I don't want to sound insensitive when I say that. Yeah. I'm like, it would be weird to have your entire existence, existence be somebody else, be somebody else, no matter who that person is. Although, like when I talk to my mom, and I'll tell her, you know, about that same feeling, she will wax poetically about how proud she is and how thrilled she is and how fulfilled her life is every time I accomplish something. I'll be like, well, shit. When you put it that way, you know what I'm saying? Like it's like so, but. I wonder now with kind of looking at motherhood through a different light, like how you guys see that. Do you like if like when I say dispel myths is part of the the message of the podcast and the mission of the podcast basically to say mama still got a life too. like the baby boy situation. Is that what we're trying to is that the point? Absolutely. I think. Yeah, I think that's a huge myth. At once, if you are not completely wrapped up 4,000% in your child, you're not a good mom. But, oh, did you see her? She was out again last night. She's been drinking tequila. She was at Coachella. Like, that is, <laughs> that, that is a thing. That used to happen all the time. It would be, like, we would be like, like uh, at my old job, I'll never say the name again. At my old job, like, uh, we would get a celebrity and they, the, the, they would be like, okay, well, where's the, like, Shouldn't they be with their child? I'm like, yo. They're not attached. They're not tethered. They okay. also have another parent. Right. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's actually two parents and it's called I'm dropping this baby off. <laughs> yeah. I, I think it's super I think it's a super red flag and it's super sad also. I agree that when sometimes that happens, I think losing your identity for anyone is unhealthy. You can't tend to anyone if you're not tending to yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, like taking a break and having a, a, a identity outside of that person. If you dated someone and your identity became that person, that would be not healthy. Right. So well, we do that all the time and we know how that ends. <laughs> right. Sad. Fucking poorly. <laughs> Very poorly. So when when you see somebody go like because you know they'll talk about whomever like is a sexy model or whoever and she'll take pictures like oh my god what is your daughter or your son gonna think when they see these photos like what do you think when you like how does that make you guys feel do you guys ever think about stuff like that is that a is that a when we, when we see other moms well because they that's one of the biggest I see that all the time or when people say that to us like, oh do first of all do people say that to you guys definitely yeah <laughs> okay yeah. And your thought is what? I like. I know me and my daughter have honest conversations about a lot of things. How old is she? Four and a half. Honest conversations. I mean, for her age, okay, capacity. You so know, for her capacity. How to does understand. that? How does that go? I mean, and also she's around me, so she knows who I am. So right. our kids pa- know who we are. <laughs> like, I don't know, like a naked picture of me. Like, I'm naked around her all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, it really, it's just a conversation and you knowing who you are, your daughter knowing, like, my mom 
did what she wanted to do. She was free. She, and it was within, and it wasn't just, it was with intention, but not for the consumption of necessarily the man. And I think that's where it comes from is hmm. people always associating your body and your n- nudeness with some lewdness. Hmm. And that's not my problem that you feel that way. Mm. I, I think you know, the, I the way we choose to raise our child that I mean, I think not only do we discuss dispelling like misconceptions about motherhood, but just parenting, period. So we were very honest with our kids. We smoke weed. Our kids are aware of that. Our kids are five. But that's our our style of parenting. You're going to know exactly who I am. You're going to know I'm like she may grow up and be like, I really am not in to you posting those pictures, but I know you're my mom. I know mm-hmm. who you are. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like she, our kids don't have to grow up and be exactly like us, but they're going to know why we did it. And I think that's, there's so much, that's a lesson within itself. Yeah. See, my mom was sort of like that. Like my mother would always challenge you. She would challenge you because when you get to it, when you, when you're a kid and you get to a certain point, you start fucking with your parents a little bit, or at least I did. So like if my parents were in the room for a long time or whatever like that. I would like, I kind of knew what was going on. And so I would like needle her a little bit about it. I'd be like, oh yeah. So (laughs) I mean, you and dad were in there for like a long time, like watching Harlem nights. Like (laughs) like, that was a long time. And my mother would go, no, 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 no. We were fucking. (laughs) And and I was, and I remember the first time she did that. I was like, what? She said, no, like I'm done having kids. Me and your father were in there having sex for fun. (laughs) Is that what you were getting at? Okay. Do you know anything about I beat, that? I beat you to the punch. Well, so do you, and how do you think that affected you? It, you know what? It, you know what it did. It first of all, it made her and our relation. It made me and her relationship strong because the, I knew that I could ask her a question and get an honest answer. Mm-hmm. That's the first thing. And in a way, it demystified their relationship because my parents had a relationship that was intensely physical. Meaning, there were times where. It helped me understand relationships like that because there were times with my parents where you could tell that they were so attracted to one another and that's what was keeping things going because they would have these huge blow up, knock down, drag out fights. And then there would be no real resolution to these fights except for y'all kids take some money and go to the store. (laughs) And then like. And when we come back, everybody's exhausted. And now, like, you, you know what I'm saying? And now things are okay. Now we're fine. So I, for a long time, I understood that, like, that kind of was their thing. And that, that was important for me to get because it was important for me to understand the dynamic of an adult relationship. And she was very open about all of that stuff. And so I think when everyone was sort of deifying sex and deifying sexual relationships, I just under, understood it as something that people do when they really want to do it. How old were you? When I walked in on them or when she told me that? When she said we were fucking. Nine. Yeah. You know what? I agree. I mean, I'm not not telling anyone how to parent, but I I feel like it's much like if you say there's no secrets, there's no secrets. And Mm -hmm. I think it's actually healthy. Like maybe not that specific cycle, but I think it's healthy to see your kids to see what a a romantic, loving, physical relationship looks like. Not like watch you have sex, but (laughs) I want you to know that a man kissing you constantly can't keep your hands off you. That's who you want to find. You want to have a passionate, intimate relationship with your husband. And that's okay. And Mm -hmm. that's beautiful. And I think that's a healthy example of love to show your kids. I don't think that's strange at all. You know what I mean? And that's partly why 
Like it made my dad would walk by, <laughs> my dad would walk by my mom and be like, "Look at that!" and smack her on the ass. And it, it was, and they, 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 that's kind of the way they were. Now, mm-hmm. I also learned other things about a relationship, the work that it takes to stay in love, mm-hmm. and what actually can happen when you stop doing that work. You know what I'm saying? Like when you, like people think that a marriage or a relationship lasts for X amount of time and that you're in love every single day. Mm-hmm. Nah, you fall in love, you fall out of love. But the work that you do to kind of get back is kind of what my parents, they just ran out of gas. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like, even to this day, like, they still love each other. They Like, if you mention him, she'll start welling up. And if you if you mention her, like he'll really start talking about. It, but they still love each other. They have a soul connection. I mean, just because that beca- I, I believe you have more than one soulmate. So you you we can evolve out of mm-hmm. one of your soulmates, and it's no longer serves you. And you can find someone else, and or maybe not. You know, but I think that sometimes you have to also acknowledge even you can find a soulmate that is not for you after. Certain period, certain, of time. certain period of time. Mm. And that's like people get so married to this idea of what a soulmate is. And like, this is my soulmate. I must make it work. I know it. I know it. And it's like, we're people. We're constantly evolving. And we evolve out of each other. I'm mm. not always like, we might have, we have different paths. Can you evolve back into each other? I think so. I think that's possible too. Mm. You know, I don't think that it's one way or the other. But mm. I definitely, yeah, I think it's definitely not one way. That's right. for sure. I, I never think about like my parents' relationship. But <laughs> There are, there is a loss. Like it, and I think a lot of times in these relationships, like you forget what it is that you lose. Like the four of us, just the immediate family, like me, my sister, my mom, but we haven't been all in the same room in 20 years. And so, and I, and my sister sent me this picture, like of my mom and my dad. And you look just like your dad. Right. And so like, when was that taken? <sighs> Had to be 99 or mm. 2000. She's mm-hmm. wearing his coat. They look so happy. Yeah, they do. And, and so, like, I, you know, as I, and I, I say all that to go, like, to see them happy and remember what it was like for me as a kid to see two people loving on each other. That taught me so much about life that, like, you can't get out of a book or in class and just to kind of see that. How important is it for you guys? For your kids to see functional relationships with their fathers, with you and their fathers. Um, I think it's important. I mean, I, I mean, obviously, I think it's important. Mm. Absolutely. There are a lot of women, to be honest with you, I've talked to women and men who I'm, say it doesn't fucking matter well, if, right I mean, you, But you also have to acknowledge if <laughs> I mean, just but you be, also yeah. have to acknowledge if both of you can do that. And mm. you can't force it. And, and that's if, when it gets too much. When you're trying to force some shit that doesn't need to be, that it doesn't serving really your child because that's what it comes down to. Mm-hmm. Is this relationship toxic? Is it better for us to not be, we're not going to be, um, what's his name? Uh, who I always compare. Um, oh, Demi Moore and Ashton, Ashton Kutcher, Kutcher and like, or a blended family per se. Alicia we are just, and This will just be a Y'all trans- not even mentioning the gold standard. Will and Jada. Okay, and okay, yeah, but well, that's more recent. That's but that's they do it better than anyone. <laughs> no, they all going. I mean, that's the goal. Ideally, that right. is the goal. But I, I, ideally, I would love that. I would mm-hmm. love that. I think it should be that. I think if I w- would hope for a situation that we're mature enough to say we've evolved past mm-hmm. each other, mm-hmm. but I love and respect you. I love and respect who you bring into the table. If this is something that's serious and you care about, and if this person is going to be around my child, hey, we're all f- really family, mm. and we should treat it as such. Yeah. Now. That is rarely the case. (laughs) (laughs) 
And the truth is, you can't control the other person. Mm -hmm. And if you see that that person is not capable of having mature relationships. Also, you have to acknowledge if you can't. If you're not capable. If you're not capable. Too, you know, yeah. it takes time. Whatever is healthiest for the child. So if there's going to be constant conflict because of that attempt mm-hmm. to look like a certain way and do things together, then I think it's best to show your child boundaries and what it looks like for someone to treat you a certain way in order for it to be that. If it's not that, then don't do it. Then refrain. Mm-hmm. But if you could do it in, an, in a harmonious, mature way, absolutely. You right. should be going to fucking Disneyland together if you can. Right. You know, if you could be cool and be like, let's hit it. And but also your child be fine if you can't. And your kid will also be fine. If is that is the, the kids don't give a fuck? No, no they want you happy. I, I mean, I think mm. it's. I think they do. But is it better for you to be in to be confusing them, mm-hmm. or is it better to just? Let me tell you, because I've been to Disneyland <laughs> and been mad as hell about what? Just because I'm there. How the fuck could you be mad? By the way, I, I love Disneyland. I'm Shout just, out! I'm going in two weeks. I know you do love Disneyland. That was fucking amazing. I think you did tell me that. Yeah, like, like can we go and bring our kids? Bring your kids. I don't have any kids. I know, so it'll be great. It'll be great. Yeah, I'll practice. Yeah, I'll lead y'all around Disneyland. Sure. Yeah. And I feel like you know Disneyland like the back of your hand. Yeah, sure. I want kids. I'm not one of those people that thinks everybody needs to have kids. You know, like everyone, especially women, like people put so much pressure on women or not even pressure. But if if a woman says, I don't want kids, everyone kind of looks at her a little weird. Right. Like, oh, shit. Like, is she okay? Like, is she, Hmm. she's a bitch or, oh, God, (laughs) does she work? Is she working down there? Like, she has no heart. And it's just like, no, I just... Mm-hmm. I mean, let me tell you, I have a kid and I don't Look, really Camila like wanted a whole fucking football team. Now she's like, oh, I, don't, I don't know. Now I don't, I don't like-, like kids. They're very fucking annoying. <laughs> I babysat my friend's kid with my kid because I thought they would entertain each other. They just fucking bickered for like four fucking hours straight and I was going to go crazy. Can I, ask, can I ask y'all a question? Why don't kids have a good sense of space? They like... <laughs> Like, what, what, like wherever I, I go places. Well, maybe the kids just fuck with you. Because well, trust me, there's some nigga, kids that will not don't want to be near you. I love I love little kids. They, <laughs> they they smile. They're funny and all of that shit is great. Get the fuck out of my way. I'm at the airport. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, get like, and I don't understand, like, Nola, not to diss, but white parents, <laughs> y'all don't. Nolan's like, still here, guys. Like, like Nolan is here. White, <laughs> white parents, you have kids, Nolan? No. You don't have any kids? When you have kids, make sure you put. Use that little leash or something no. like that. White parents let their kids. You know what? I told someone recently that I get the leash now. <laughs> Are you lying? I used to judge, but I would never do it. But sometimes I'm like, God damn, if I only had a leash. <laughs> Yo, the, the craziest here. fucking shit is my fucking dad, right? My dad, who when I was a kid, mm-hmm. if I was even out of the vicinity of his control, would snarl at me. Would fucking what does it sound like? Would snarl. <laughs> nigga, what the fuck? <laughs> hey, hey, nigga, now. Oh, yeah. It's them lips. It's, it's them lips. lips. It's a, they, they, they curl. Lips. Nigga, they curl now. Curl Here, bam, 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 now. He has a new son, right? He has a new son. He's a new son. He has a new son, a little baby. He has a new son. <laughs> a I remember they, 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 they came out here oh four or five years ago. <clears throat> my dad had the little fucking leash. No. Wait, how old I, is your wait, how old dad's is older? He don't have time to be running after yeah, him. Yeah, he can't chase him no more. It, it had the fucking little leash. It was like a little monkey leash, too. Number I, one, that's insensitive. I know. Like, it, like the little monkey leash. I'm, I can't believe this nigga's really changed. I have a, something else about you guys. You guys fuck with girls. What's that like? <laughs> <laughs> what? 
I just want to get to this because these are really. Wait, are these facts? Where are you? What, know, you what just, did you Google this? this? Yeah, what is what? Like, <laughs> did I, I tell you this? I'm confused. All right, but I'm, I'm saying because a lot of people, you guys are really contemporary moms in that sense. <laughs> Does that mean we're contemporary? A little bit, because I think you know, like there were some people that are don't, that don't fuck with girls don't have kids, or they just don't talk about it. I think they don't talk about it. <laughs> okay, okay. okay. Some of them clear. don't talk about it, and that's a gross generalization. So I'm not trying mm, to offend mm-hmm. anyone, but like. Do you guys ever, like, because the, the community, the culture sometimes can be a little conservative about stuff like that. But you guys talk about it. Is that something that people ever get at y'all about, ever? No. I mean, no. Hell no. No. Like, I mean, do, do you talk about sexuality issues and gender fluidity and stuff like that? Because there's a big conversation right now about when it, because, you know, when it's okay to talk to that about a kid. There are some people, talk to kids about that Mm -hmm. because there's some people that say listen if you have any conversations about uh, sexual identity or sexual preference with a kid then you're injecting sexuality into the life of someone who is not going to experience that until much later and you shouldn't do that I think that kids are curious as hell Mm -hmm. and even about them taking up space and not being conscious essentially we domesticate our kids Mm -hmm. there's a point where you become socially aware you become conscious of your space you become conscious of what you do because that's what the fuck we do can we move that up what? Can we move that date up to maybe like five? Because no. I don't want to well, keep running I'm, over what? your motherfucking kids. <laughs> I'm really, it I'm takes trying time to, to domesticate like, them. Some people do better domestications than others. <laughs> right. Some mm. people only put Johnny in a corner on timeout. And some people know the, the tight lip approach. Yeah. Um, but I think you'll know like that shit comes up quick. The other day Luna was playing with two Barbies and she's like, we're going to get married. And then she looked, stopped and looked at the Barbies and looked at me and said, mom, can two can two girls get married? And I was like, you can marry whoever you want to marry as long as you love them. She's like, okay. Blah, blah, continued it came up she asked me I told her you know in our family we have like different people who have different type of relationships that like different ways everybody can love whoever the fuck they want to love everybody can wear whatever the fuck they want to wear you can wear whatever you want to wear you can love whoever you want to love and that's how we roll that's how our family rolls so Mm. it's not about telling like I'm not and there's no big conversation this is lesbian I think that's the thing people think that people think that people think that the way that people approach this conversation is to take a three-year-old kid, sit him down and be like, listen, son, you can suck dick if you want. <laughs> I think people think that that actually happens. Like, why would you talk to a three-year-old exactly. about sucking dick? No. It's like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, and and also, I, I mean, th- I'm sure there's parents out there that are having those kind of conversations. I'm sure they are too. And if but that's you know, and business. hey, and that's kind of like what your mom did, you know? Yeah. No, so, it's not. No, I, <laughs> no, it's not. And look at she, you, man. She You're never great. told me I could. She never said, man, you can suck dick if you want. But I, if I did want to, I probably think I could have that conversation I, with her. I think that sex is kind of, will come up naturally, but it doesn't first come up like sucking dick. Like, I, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just well, look. Like, I'm, I'm asking because I like the yeah. the 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 cross arguments uh, uh, on all of these sort of topics mm-hmm. always come down to. Uh, I have to explain this to my kids. I remember when Bean Siegel was on The Breakfast Club, it's like, why should I have to explain to my son? Because that's the world, nigga. Because that's your <laughs> job, nigga. Yeah, like, you're his just, dad. It looks like you're gonna have to explain fucking racism and why you stop at a red motherfucking light. Or you might have to explain <laughs> like, to him why you got an AR-15 in the video. You know what I'm saying? Like, what, like whatever. Or you were pushing bricks. Let me tell you, you're gonna have to explain a lot of shit. Yeah. So that's the least of your problems. Two niggas loving each other. Yeah. I just, that's just, I mean, and honestly, if I think about it my lesbian years were a strong five years in college it's all over Facebook I'm sure it will come up anyway you know so it's just on the internet since Facebook was a thing in college so right. I might as well just 
be real about it. I don't I don't think it's I just I think it, things are not a big deal if you don't treat them like they're a huge fucking deal. Mm, I think up. you let them lead the conversation in ways. Oh, how know? that's interesting. That's just, that's that's an anti-black mom statement right there. How? The black mothers I know wouldn't let a kid lead shit. Now things might have changed, okay, but no, when no, I was no. a kid, when no, I was you better a, believe Irie's ass is in line and if she's out here acting crazy. Now, when I say anti-black mom, I'm not not No, I think that's a problem. That, that's think, something I haven't heard a lot of black moms say. Okay, well, I'm here to change that narrative and so, that's why we have a podcast because <laughs> if that's how you feel, I don't personally feel that way, but I would say it's not about letting them run free and do whatever. But I mean, if they ask you a question, like Jamila said, her daughter was playing with two Barbies and said, can two people get like that's really her leading the conversation. She's asking. I'm responding. Why do you feel that way? How do you feel about it? Usually that's how I respond to questions that she asks me that maybe like because like I have to say, like, for sure, I grew up in an environment where like we didn't really talk a lot about sex. And so, you know, I've had to come and educate myself and realize that this is this is important. I don't want to pass this on, but I still get shocked when she does certain things. And I have to check my history, mm. you know, and figure out, okay, this is an opportunity to change the narrative here for her. What do I want her? How do I want her to remember this moment? And mm. it's more so I want her to remember me asking her how she felt about it first. Right. You know, give her the opportunity. And then from there, I can kind of gauge how how far we're going to go in this conversation. Right up. You know, and most of the time it's very simple and then we're done. Right. <laughs> and I know as she gets older, it'll get deeper and deeper and we'll grow in the conversation together. So mm. that's kind of so, how I go. You guys, you guys had to do a little research for this podcast today. Mm. You guys, I asked you to see a movie because I desperately wanted to talk about the movie today. And you know, I've been meaning to see the movie. I was out of town. I was. I went to go see Frozen. It was either Frozen Two. Mm. This is Motherhood right here. Right. It was either Frozen Two or Queen and Slim, and you know who won. Yeah. <laughs> so Frozen, Frozen Two. two. Won. Yeah. Um, and Nolan, by the way, had no idea what Queen and Slim was. I came in there. I was like, this was very deliberating. Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Nolan was I, I was like we're gonna talk about Queen and Slim and Nolan was like yeah what's that it was like the well, new the, hot rap group out of Miami like, he didn't, sounds like I it. didn't say that yeah. <laughs> like, just for the record like Nolan nah he didn't know he didn't know what it was it just shows you it's like such a big cultural issue and then uh, in Vanilla Village they had no clue what, what was what was happening I never heard that one um, I never, shout I never, out to my man Al he came up with Vanilla Village that's a good one that's so good one. what did y'all think of the movie Queen and Slim I'm, uh, the two black women strong opinionated uh, intelligent black women um, what did you guys think about Queen of Slim? Um, I think it was great. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I, I mean, enjoyed it. It made me upset. I cried. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was beautifully shot. I thought the soundtrack was good. I also thought when I started watching it, I was like, oh man, can I watch another film about this? Mm. And not because, you know, it just because it's just constant in real life Yeah, that like, do I want to watch it? But I'm glad I did. Mm. And, um, I thought Melina's was, it was beautiful. Mm. Um, I think that it's conversations we're already having that we've been having. What well, do you, do you guys, have you guys read or seen any of the backlash? Mm-mm. No, cause I don't, we don't know how to work. Twitter that good. <laughs> so I heard all the we back. We don't know how to work Twitter that good. <laughs> that might be the name of the podcast. <laughs> we don't know how to work Twitter that good. We don't use Twitter. Good. We don't use Twitter. Okay, cool. Um, what was the backlog? But I heard, I heard yesterday. Oh, really? um, some, a lot of people are angry at the ending. Mm-hmm. I was kind of annoyed. 
Like, can we have one fucking good ending? Yeah, thanks. No. That would have been no. I mean, I, would I have made? I knew look- it wasn't going to end well. You didn't. I was hoping. No. I uh, yeah. Um, what else did I that I see? Oh, I heard that there was some controversy about the call sheet. Uh, all of that shit is like fake. I mean, it's not that it's fake, but the the call sheet comes out and then the script comes out. And then when people that decide, here's the thing. OK, let me. What, what, yeah. Tell me what they said. Cause OK, so I mean, the, like, a lot of the backlash in the movie has to do. Uh, first of all, I'll talk about what I thought about the movie. I didn't enjoy it at all. Really? I actually left the theater. No. Mad. Okay, what, so what I, point? I didn't. Even, I was mad and I crying. Even, too. Like, mad I, because you didn't like it was poorly mad, done I'll or tell, no, because two reasons. Number one, first of all. The movie is beautifully shot. Yes. The, mo- the movie is well acted because of the, the talent in the movie. All the all the talent in the movie is first rate. Okay, storyline. Um, storyline. There's no storyline to Quentin Slim. There's no story. So what? So like so. Understand this from a filmmaking perspective, and mm-hmm. I'm not going to compare this movie to, especially to other white movies, but they do this movie every once in a while, right? Mm-hmm. They do a movie where they 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 take a, they take a couple of characters. And in the beginning, there's some sort of inciting incident. Boom. Normally somebody gets shot. These characters have to go on the run. They figure out a lot about themselves. It wraps up, blah, blah, blah. Sometimes they become symbols. Sometimes they become whatever. Mm-hmm. They did this with Elma and Louise. They did this with a movie called The Legend of Billie Jean. They do this, right? Mm-hmm. In this particular movie, the onus was on the filmmakers and the storytellers to deliver a little bit more because of the realism of the inciting incident, right? Because they killed a cop because their lives were in danger. We need more throughout the back half of this movie than them taking a leisurely drive through through the South. We just need more. More the, of what specifically? More. We need more meaning. Like it. The, the like. Like the, you need meaning behind the incident that they didn't know. Oh, was number happen. one. Number one. I need meaning for why they ran in the first place. Because the okay. reality it didn't feel like, yeah, it didn't feel. I guess I could see that. Like they're, they're, like they're, it didn't feel like they had. Well, it, if they run, something no, more has to happen. It, no, they don't. They didn't. She's a she's a lawyer in Ohio. And, and she, but she she's a lawyer, right? But, but I think that plays into the storyline. I think she on that very night she was fed up. She was tired. She was seeing. She was at firsthand seeing how the system does not work, even when you know your shit. And then there are blatant things because mm-hmm. she just lost the client to to death row. She said right. Mm-hmm. So I think in that I think that really fed into the story that she was fed up and she just brought this very conservative Christian guy. I think that was it was like very I thought there could have been a little more emergency because motherfucker y'all killed somebody and that lacked a little bit. But I think it also fed into who their characters were. They were mm. they were very guarded. I think that was a part of the storyline, a part of the blackness almost. Mm. And in, de- in different ways, they were very guarded and you know that unraveled lightly as it, the, the leisure ride through the the getaway you know uh, so to me just from a story standpoint um by the way everybody listening to this go see queen of slim the yeah reason, you have the, to like every, everybody go see queen of slim that there's the the most useless reviews and the most useless critiques of the movie are the ones that say stay home don't go see it that's dumb you want to be a part of this conversation you want to talk about this you want to talk about what we demand from our art you have to go see the movie because the first thing you have to do is go support the film go support the film and see the film you don't have to like it but you should support it at what point did you walk out i didn't walk out i stayed like i stayed through to the end but what but so you you have First of all, let's just take it from a story standpoint. Mm-hmm. You have people that are running from the law, right? Number number one, number one never once in the film uh, after the sheriff do you get the sense that they are running from anything. Like, never. They stop to 
you have a date. They don't know if their life is gonna they're they gonna die to have, tomorrow. They stop to have a date. Mm-hmm. They stop to fucking ride a horse. I think I would have stopped they, for all. They, they, I, I, think, they, I think they. they I think they. A fifty percent chance they weren't gonna make it. So fuck it. Let's ride this motherfucking horse. Mm-hmm. Let's take this last dance. That would be me. I but, told Eric. Yeah, I was like, oh my god, I would want to stop. But, but, uh, but <laughs> that would under, be me. Like, let's just. But understand drink. though. <laughs> but understand though. I'm not if, there, well. if, if there's no. I need to dance. But understand though. If there's no. If there's no urgency and no impending doom and danger to their situation, then the movie loses a significant amount of power. You know what? I, th- I think it relied on the audience to kind of, in the back of their mind, be like, motherfucker, run! Y'all is tripping! Mm-hmm. So we, you know, black people, we'll hold the suspense for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, think, I think that was part of the suspense, that they were kind of calm. Scenes that didn't make sense. The scene where he walks in to rob the bank, to to, to rob the store. I was thoroughly confused. Doesn't make any sense. Even no, the no. scene where he like gets even the scene where he gets on the phone to his dad, nothing comes of that. They show you that the FBI well, is there. Okay. It's not, nothing okay, comes of because that. Because it's not meant to become of anything. It was to show like there were moments throughout the film that showed the support and not a non-support we have for one another as black people. And I feel like a lot of, there was a lot of symbolism that was happening. It wasn't necessarily to drive the storyline. It was to really... Everything in the movie is supposed to drive the storyline. Okay. You know what I mean? As far as like, it didn't need a completion. It didn't need explaining. It was more... So it didn't need a plot, is what you're saying? No, I didn't say the movie did, but certain moments in it Mm -hmm. were meant to make you think. Because even now, now that I'm thinking about it... Like, okay, at the end where, you know, the guy takes all that money and shit, mm-hmm. you know, that was symbolic of like, you know, she says that we, only look out, we only look out for one another. She says early in the film, I mean, for, for she ourselves. says like, when the, like, she says, I hope they black. And she says, that's not always And then, thing. but paralleling yeah, yeah. that with the kid that killed that, okay, well, I guess I'm, I don't want to like spill I mean, it, it's a, yeah, no, go ahead. You can tell the about kid, it. When he, when he shoots the, that the is, black that, cop in the face. That is one of the most offensive scenes in movie history. That's one of the most offensive scenes I've ever seen. I, I don't think I've, that, that in and of itself even because if, it would never happen. Well, not because it would never happen. Because number one, so if you it it, so the kid they're talking to the kid. The kid basically says that he wants to be remembered, right? Then that feeds a narrative that after police shootings and after things like this happen to black people, that it's, we go and we bang it out with the cops. You guys, that never, never happens. happens. Okay, yeah. that as a matter of fact, if that did happen. Some of this shit might actually get fixed. And that, 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 that's not me. Uh, that's not me endorsing that at all. I think that that would be disgusting as well. But we never take it there. I know we, I liked Van for a reason. Like, no, but say, we <laughs> never take it there. So, so that that right there, when that kid whips out that gun and shoots, by the way, a good cop in his face, that's an offensive, creative lie. Like that—that ne- that never happens. I that kid doesn't exist. It was extreme, and now that you're it was extreme, is is fucking is fucking asinine. Like yeah, I'm, I'm looking at that. Like I laugh. But I, think, <laughs> but I, I think, I think what they and were, then he got killed too. So I, I think what they were trying to say, what they were trying to say is that the anger that is rightfully. The anger that we rightfully have a lot of times sometimes can be misplaced, and and the that. Obviously, does not happen. But when it, it is misplaced, then things there's this cycle that perpetuates, and I think that's what they were Listen, trying to say. And it was just a very poor way of there, doing there, it. There have been cases where cops have been ta- ta- cops have been targeted, right? Mm-hmm. There have been cases, Dorner, like that. Mm-hmm. But out of like to have a kid that age whip out at a protest, shoot a cop in the head, 
and then the juxtaposition of them having sex while this is going on, that scene can't make the movie. I just, I don't, I don't understand. And then at the end of the movie, right? At the end of the movie, Queen and Slim die. Like they get wetted up um, on, on, on the runway while a plane is waiting for them. Uh, they, what they got uh, for a moment of rebellion was to live the last X amount of time of their lives uh, in fear. And then they got to, 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 to be, okay, what's the point? Like what's the like like what? Uh, well, what's the what's point the, of any of the other movies that end that way? They find it's the, more like that Romeo and Juliet lo- story, love, love story love, that, love, that at the end story. of your life I'm going. to I don't just, think this okay, was meant I, to be like be vulnerable. I can answer that question okay. at the end of Thelma and Louise. Mm-hmm. Thelma and Louise, which I'm not comparing a great piece of black art because it is still a great piece of art because of what it's making us do right now, which is having a conversation. Mm-hmm. Queen of Slim is still a great piece of art. <coughs> I'm not comparing a great piece of black art to a great piece of white art. If four Thelma and Louise go over the thing and they die. Mm-hmm. They come, they have, first of all, they have completely and utterly destroyed their old lives, totally destroyed their old lives. And they found a power within themselves that allows them to go out on their terms, on their terms. They decided he could have. He didn't have to walk. He didn't have to keep walking. He was. He was overcome by grief. <laughs> well, they, they Man. like. Wait, 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 wait. He was. Oh, what are we talking about? He. She got shot in the face. He's carrying her. By the way, like he was overcome by grief. He was overcome by grief. At that point, he, it's just reflex. They went out on this. They look at each other. Yo. Grab, grab hands. We're going over the thing. I'm glad this happened. Blah blah blah. They blah, felt blah. like their lives were destroyed too. But. but they found they they locked a cop in the car. They were trying to fucking flee. Their life was over in their mind. They were trying to flee. They were trying to get the fuck out of there they were over trying, the water. Okay. They were trying to flee. <laughs> How are we gonna get over the water? They wouldn't have stopped to ride a horse. And by the way, they were like by the by, by the way, there were too many white. I can't argue that there were too many white saviors in the movie. I don't like that. Mm. The kid, the kid at the at the at the store, mm. white savior. The only bad white dude in the whole movie. The kid actually, at the store who gave him gas. Yeah, yeah remember because he, he pointed at it. Yeah, he bought them forty dollars of gas. He gave them gas. He gave two fugitives gas after the dude was trying to rob the store. Where in Kentucky, my nigga? What the fuck are we doing? Yeah, like, yeah, you're like, right. It's, so, so to me, and I, the fact that he gave him the gun, I was perplexed. But that scene was dumb. That was a dumbass scene. The, there that, was no point in that scene. So, but that look, was just for like the, artsy reasons. Was it though? And the only, the only thing I'll say about the movie is, is really is that it was sold as a film. You have to see it's this powerful story. Mm-hmm. I felt depowered by the film. It was so, just shot so beautifully, gorgeously so what shot. Do you th- so, what do you think? Like, what do you think? I mean, Lena was thinking when she wrote it. I don't know. I can't. Lena Waithe is a top flight creative. I can't tell. That's why. That's why. Because of that. That's why I. I argue that some of the ideas that you that you have could very well not be what they are. Hmm. And also, Van, I think it's, al- it's important to acknowledge that just because it's from a film perspective... And also, it's not it's supposed, not supposed to be like... Per, it's, 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 it's a creative. It's, it's a creative. It's not like it's a social not- activist piece that Shit. we're dropping. That's the way they, that's the way they marketed no, it. No, because... But, but there that's, still that is, is that... Ro- like, that, there is that Romeo and Juliet fantasy fairy tale. There's, that, but- there's a slight unity within the community of hiding the secret when they're in the dance... Bo- the dance bar, oh my God. <laughs> and, you know, like, there's, there's a little bit there's some there's some it's meant to make you think and have this conversation period. it is and, and, and it, it succeeded in that That's and, what the, and and I think it's a think piece and I, it, it, it is really to be honest with you it's like a 
to our think piece, and I think that we're overthink piecing ourselves. But, <laughs> but, sure. it's, but, 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 but once again, the fact that the movie made me feel Am not this, empowered. Well, no, no, I'm saying, but this many strong emotions tells you that it's a good piece of art. Mm-hmm. It's just not a good piece of. It's not a piece of art that I enjoy. No, I agree. Yeah. I literally had an argument this morning about it with with a family member. So right, it's definitely. very polarizing. And I'll, one more scene that I'll that I'll point to in Queen and Slim, mm-hmm. like when. They're in the uh, another scene that really led to nothing. When they're in the the um, <laughs> when they're in the uh, the burger stand parking lot. Uh, yeah, that's true. Why? 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 Is the dude, like, like they're in the burger stand parking lot. I get that they got to get food mm-hmm. right. They hit the guy. Man, why oh. is this man talking to his son about his mom? This like it's just weird. Like your mama's one of my bitches. I'm like, <laughs> like it, it was gonna be true. Wait, how about the guys who sound like juvenile? With, oh, uh, her uh, uncle. The uncle was like, okay, what okay. That that New Orleans accent. I'm from down there. We don't. I, I, listen, I've been. I've been living. I lived. In no, South but it Louisiana. sounded like he was imp- per- like impersonating. Co- impersonating. I lived in South Louisiana for 25 Look, no years. One's ju- no one's. No one's questioning never, where you. Never ever walked into a house with a whole bunch of naked ass women in there and niggas was just pimping. <laughs> um, they might have it. You didn't know. Oh, that that definitely you didn't know. Never, I didn't know. That definitely didn't happens. Know, didn't, I've never for met. Sure. I've never met one guy like that. <laughs> I've never. I've never in life met one guy like that. Van, you haven't met everybody. I, I, I hate to bring Shout out to Queen Slim. Shout out to <laughs> Melina. Shout out to Lena. Shout out to everybody that, that was involved in the movie. Um, what I will say is this, though. This is what I'll say. We have to learn how to have these conversations with a sense of cultural trust and love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If I don't like the movie, if I didn't enjoy the movie, that doesn't mean that the movie is fucking trash. That doesn't mean that the movie, that people shouldn't go see it. All that means is that one guy's opinion is is that it doesn't like I've seen so many people like even to the, the to the point of the casting call and it is, so now because people because Lena has made a movie that some people don't like and some people might think is offensive in ways now it's time to deconstruct her entire character oh, and make her look like some sort of charlatan mm. that that she's not really who she says she is we gotta stop doing that to one another yeah I agree. Like, even if even if the movie was all fucked up, which is not all fucked up, but even if the movie was all fucked up, they still went out and did their best to make a piece of art that would resonate with us and would stick with us. Mm-hmm. Maybe they did some things wrong. To other people, they did amazing things that were right. But I still don't understand why we don't like things, especially things that we make uh, amongst one another, that we have to, like, tear each other down like that. So I don't get that. No, I don't get that I don't either. Get that either. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. What? But what? What were you going to say? I think that is a, a, a why they put that dad in there saying that the dumb shit, because there's some of us that do and say dumb shit. Hmm. You know, like they, they were highlighting different types of black people. Dude, talk about it. I, I, a little bit. I think it was just like a, a, a there was just a lot of different mm-hmm. aspects to it. And I think that. So, was so you think that well, that's actually a fair point. That guy in the parking lot, he does exist. So why not show him? Right. Not, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think I agree. There's the white saviors. I think it, maybe they could have got away. There's mm. a lot of things that if it was my movie, maybe I would have done There's differently. Not, uh, like, what is... Uh, I think, yeah, I think to your point, we judge each other so much. We're always looking for the excellence in everything we do <laughs> and mm. what that... And how we define that. She says that in the movie. What says... Yeah. I know, that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. It says, like, like, is there... There's, like, some sort of book that tells us what 
defines black excellence and what is in, deemed inappropriate for black people to explore. And it's just, I don't know, like that's her experience or not experience, but that's how her creativity came out. And that's what she, that's the movie that she saw. Yeah. And do you think that you should take a little bit more? Okay. Cause the movie, obviously, yes, I do believe we have responsibility. Well, responsibility, especially with this type of subject matter, because it's real with, with this particular type of subject matter. I mean, I, I hate to put it like this, but this is going to happen. We're going to lose someone at the hands of the police. It's, hap- it's happened probably yesterday, today, I, I, I right know. now. It's going to happen. It's going to happen again. Mm-hmm. And when a movie draws from that, I just think that... I don't think you're putting too much uh, power into this movie. It's, I, I, I don't think That's people- what they did. No, I mean, like, people aren't going to be that influenced by Queen and Slim. I'm not next, saying to so the next shooting that happens, I'm not saying gonna think be about influ- Queen and Slim and think no, about the black kid that killed the black No, I'm not saying her. people are going to be influenced by Queen and Slim. What I'm saying is, is that the movie drawing on that, right? Mm-hmm. When the movie draws on that, like, you automatically know that, like, you automatically are inciting people. You automatic- We're automatically there because we want to see... This go and this is something that's different. That's something that's never happened. Like that, to my knowledge, that someone is actually that number one it's the cop that's ended up dead, and then they go on the run. Okay, so what happens now? The way the trailer looked, even in the trailer, which was really misleading in the trailer, the guy's driving him and goes, "Man, y'all really gave niggas something to believe in," as if Queen and Slim found out something more or something more revolutionary about their place in society or else they became symbols. Really, What they really became in the end is just another hashtag and really more of a tragic one because a kid and a cop died because of what went on with them. So it, it was like, I left like, like, it was just a bunch of ball they of hurt. They could have. Yeah, it was a ball of hurt. Yeah, they could. I was like, actually, well, if, so if they're gonna be these hero save like heroes, like they should have been portrayed more. So just, they should have had more look, heroic moments. Look, I just thought that there. I thought it was gonna mean something, and it and it to me, it, it really did. And maybe it meant something for the characters in and of themselves because they did find out a lot about themselves. Yeah, you know? I think it was more at a the end. For the characters. You know, this nigga I mean, had think to, about that movie. Think had about to kill that. a cop to get a second date. This nigga had no game. I mean, these people, people the news and the media were, were perpetuating and making up like the the black community was making up whatever they thought Queen and Slim were. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They made up this savior story, really, mm-hmm. because they weren't really trying to be saviors. I don't know if that's the case. I think it was thought that way. By the way, there's something wrong with the title. Okay, that I will agree. I don't know what why they is never it, got why is why, why they Queen and Slim. Queen and Slim. I don't know. They who never the fuck referred to as Queen, Queen and Slim, Slim in the entire time, movie. Right? No, were there any so, names? No, no, they, they, no we got their names. names at the end. Yeah. So even even the and title, it wasn't Queen and Slim. Wait, no. So like, it was Angela and Ernest or something mm-hmm. like that. Oh yeah. So even the title. There's there's you infer by watching the title, you know that their name, their given names aren't Queen and Slim. The title makes you believe that they go from being whatever their names are to being something, to being Queen and Slim. I'd like I'd be some interested sort of, to know that there's probably some sort of story behind that. Yeah. I hope so. Has to be. I'm like I'm thinking like Angela Davis, she's a queen. Slim was yeah. so, was there a guy named Ernest who was named Slim? You are just. I'm really trying to make. I'm that, trying to make sense of it. Shit, that little that little thing right there was better than the fucking movie. You like, know, trying to go through the look, whole look, thing. you know. All right. We're going to get into paying some bills real quick so we can get paid. On average, people who hire an attorney after a crash recover three times more than those who don't. That is a real fact. Look it up. 
Google is your friend. With 500 attorneys in offices in Florida, New York, and across America, Morgan & Morgan will fight to get you the compensation you deserve. If you've been injured in a car crash, slip and fall, or on the job, they may be able to help you. Morgan & Morgan has helped thousands of people recover billions of dollars, that's billions with a B. Best of all, hiring them is 100% free unless you win. For a free case review, visit forthepeople.com forward slash pill or dial pound L-A-W on your cell phone. That's pound 529. That's forthepeople.com forward slash pill for a free, no obligation consultation. There's only one Morgan & Morgan. Listen, Strove here in the rain. Saw two accidents. There's two people with their days ruined. One was a red Prius. I thought to myself, look at that Prius. It got destroyed. Chew it up. Twisted metal. If you have your day ruined, you don't want to have your year ruined. That's why you need Morgan and Morgan. They come in. They can help you get the money that you deserve after some jerk was texting on his phone and hit you on the slick LA roads. One day is one thing. One year is what you want to avoid. Get your money. Morgan and Morgan can help you. All right. Back to this conversation with these two wild ass young ladies. <laughs> so talk about dating as a single mom. All right, we're off Queen and Slim. We've, we've argued about that enough. Talk All right, about we dating. We went from um, we're lesbians to right, right, Queen and Slim. Right. I didn't say lesbians. I said fuck with chicks. <laughs> that doesn't mean, okay. That's so more appropriate. Talk, uh, talk about uh, <laughs> dating as a single mom. Like, what are the, do the requirements change? Do things change? Do, do, does the outlook change? Uh, a little bit, yeah, I would say. I mean, it just depends, though. Like, when I first became single, I wasn't looking for love or anything. I just wanted to have a good time. Mm -hmm. um, but also, I, like, dating can be, you know, not everybody wants to date a mom. <laughs> All right. Like, straight up. Do you want to date them? Would you prefer not to date a woman with children? I mean, yeah, I think, any, I think a lot of people feel that way. I, yeah, I don't think a lot of people feel that way, but I think there are a, a good amount of people that mm -hmm. feel that way. There are a lot of men that don't care, Van. No, there are men that, that think they care, and then they date a mom, and then they're like, oh, it's not so bad. Hmm. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, I think I'm just not available as much yeah. as mm -hmm. someone might want me to be unless, you know, we become serious, and then you can be a part of my everyday life. Do you see— Which is great because it— puts boundaries that I think most people don't have. That's, they don't have children. Fair enough. Do you look for, I guess my question is more to the point of, do you look for different qualities in a potential, in a potential mate? Well, of course I have a whole human now. Right. So yeah, I need you to not be fucking crazy. Right. You know, drug addicts, you know, bad boy in that situation. No bad boys. I mean, to an extent. No, I, I always love a bad boy. I can't. Yeah, yeah, y'all lie. That's, don't fucking. I know, lie. but you know what I mean. Like, I, I, okay, like to be honest, I don't want to date. Like, you gotta, you gotta be a certain. You gotta know what the fuck you want in yeah. your life. You gotta, yeah. have, you have to have a job. You have job. to live alone. Security is important. <laughs> you can't have roommates. Can I be honest with you? Like, how, so no roommates. No, you will not date a guy with roommates. No. Okay, you will not date. Mila, will you date a guy with roommates? I have. I would prefer her not to. Okay. So this is this is interesting. So no roommates. No. Why why no roommates? Because I don't have fucking roommates. 
I'm not trying to chill with your homies. Also, and, like, I want to walk around naked. Yeah, if I, and if I want to bring my kid over, your roommate's here too. Like, I'm... Okay, but doesn't it matter what kind of... I need all, you to have your own fucking space. But all, are all roommates created equal? Because what if this guy is like... Because it's like, Never you know, there or something? No, no, not if he's never there. I'm saying, like, what if they, he's roommates in a house in Beverly Hills or something like that? Why do you have to have no? Because have but, the house in Beverly Hills. Yeah, no, no, no. Because no. because I don't, I don't care where the roommates are. But see, but look, I don't but think about it though. You can't even it's, have a house guest. It's a it's a, it's LA, yeah, right. a guest house. Is a pool house in the back? Is it a separate? Entrance? I'm saying it's, it's like it's LA, right? So some of these guys are on TV shows and all that stuff like that, and they I have mean, LA, houses. I'm not dating those guys. I'm LA, okay. You know what? I feel two ways. <laughs> LA is expensive. I get it. I try, I don't want. You wouldn't be, date a guy on a TV show? I can't say never, but I'm just not interested. You've never dated a guy on a TV show. I've never no. Interesting. Well, maybe I have. I don't know. Fuck. Uh, it's not about that. It's just I don't. Whatever. That's 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 preference. Those are preferences we're talking about. Right. Um. And yeah. No. The roommate. But the roommate thing for me is like I don't have a roommate. I don't want my man to have a roommate. Like I, we should just be able to do and be however the fuck we feel in our space. I get it. Especially because I, I have a kid. Because I don't have a lot of time all the time. So right. when I come over. We're getting naked. The fuck? Who is this guy? Gary has got to go. Like, right. <laughs> no. So no. So no. No roommate. So that's that's a that's a thing for that, me. That's there's a height roommate. Those those are what, what are the height requirements? What are the height requirements? Um, uh, five ten. No. Damn. Six feet. That's short feet <laughs> no. Six feet and up. The fact yeah. that you tried. Yeah, I Six tried. I really did try. Six, Six feet, feet and up. up. But look. But you know what? Funny. So here's the deal. It, yeah, that, I can't do fives. I'm tripping. That, that, that's completely okay, like, to have, like, a high preference, right? But it seems as if sometimes when men say certain things along the same lines is that they get killed a little bit for it, right? Like what? Like big boobs? Or like what? big ass? Like, like she got I feel a, like it's a little different. The height and, like, assets are a little different. It is exactly the I same I have asset thing. requirements. No, but I, I, so do I. <laughs> it is, wait, <laughs> wait. It's, but it's not about shaming the no. person that I know. doesn't have well, my my preferences. I get it, but let's move back. Okay. Being tall mm-hmm. and having like a fat ass mm-hmm. is the exact same thing. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 I just don't want to gloss over that. It's the same thing. Well, it, they're they're both things. Well, actually, the tall thing is actually more rare because the other thing I you can buy is- if you want it. <laughs> but like, but like, if, if God, Goodbye. like, if God, like, if God doesn't Look, bless you with that growth spurt, like Prince, put some heels on. It's okay. not, it's not coming. That nigga was short even with the heels. God rest <laughs> his soul. He was still mini me with the heels on. So I'm saying though, but the, but it seems as if when you talk about physical things like that, that maybe men, they don't, they don't get a chance to say that. Like, poor well, you. I, well, here's I'm the not thing. saying poor me. I'm just saying. Here's the thing. I think. I think sometimes. I mean, shit. Erica might find a guy who has a roommate in Beverly Hills, and she'll get the fuck over it because everything else. Okay. Okay. Up. To be honest, like I've had sex with a short guy. <laughs> Shut up. Recently. Recently. recently, and it was, you enjoyed it. I did. Yeah. I'm um, like thinking, like, who? How did you get over his? How, how did you get over his shortness to get? There to, were other things that turned her on. Yeah. Mm. Like what? Like what was it? But if I had my preference, um, you do have your pre- but if preference. But I had, it's your but body. You, but you think you have a preference until you don't. Like I've met a lot of guys. True. Like damn, I, ne- I never liked a girl as as little as you. And I'm like surprised. Oh wow, okay. You guys, know, sometimes th- you don't you know, know what you like until it's there. That's you true. Know? But these are things that uh, over the course of your life have been pretty solid guidelines that have worked over time you mean like they've, they've, they've been, <laughs> been working what I'm saying is like well they've been, they've been consistent more should I say like over time yeah I would I, say I've mostly dated maybe that's why it's it's maybe something I'm used to but even I mean 
you know, I could be changing my mind right here. Who knows? Maybe I will welcome the shorties, but you know. <laughs> but why not ask for what you want and let the universe? Right, that's it? true. Right, why? Well, why why should I feel bad about wanting a six five six four? You know, you shouldn't feel bad about it. How about African this? Man. What about African? What about <laughs> specifically? What about finances? Does your Yes, that makes a difference. We can't struggle. I have a kid. I don't have time for that. I'm struggling already. Help me. If you can't mentor me, if you can't help me get better, we don't have any use together. Why do you think God? Because <laughs> I did that already and it didn't work. So our girls, uh, uh, like our homegirls over at Horrible Decisions made a, a video. And the video was, I think it was entitled, shout out to, to Weezy and Mandy. I think the video was, uh, or is it Mandy and Weezy? Oh, Weezy God. and Mandy. Is it Weezy and Mandy or Mandy and Weezy? Weezy. Mandy, Mandy and Weezy. Is it Mandy and Weezy? It's alphabetical Does it order, matter? Right. right. I mean, they're both fun. two people. You need to say it right. Okay. Because shout we out don't to Mandy want and them Weezy. to kill each other. How about shout we're out gonna to say, we're, decisions? We're, we're going to say Weezy and Mandy and, and Mandy and Weezy. We want okay, to keep things even, peaceful between them. Um, you said the first one first. So. Whatever, man. Uh, <laughs> so they made a video and the video was entitled, what was it? Fuck me, feed me, finance me. Mm-hmm. These were the things. And I, and I, and I knew. Mm-hmm. See, my thing is... <laughs> Having lived on this earth as long as I have, like I have a good sense of self, so very, very rarely am I triggered if it doesn't have to do with black people getting fucked over. Mm-hmm. I can still be obviously triggered by white people talking to me in a, a specific way, or black people getting fucked over by what that's still triggering. Just because, but see, all the other stuff is just fun to me. I posted that video on my Instagram to specifically trigger men because I knew. That they would be pissed off. It was all, nothing, the, broke, it was all the broke guys. Nothing triggers. <laughs> all the broke guys were like, do gold digging bitches. Nothing <laughs> triggers the average dude more than a woman saying, what can you do for me with that bank account, nigga? And it's just a thing. So, I mean, they, they just. But, but y'all did that to yourself. How did we do that to ourselves? Because you guys. Music videos. No. <laughs> Music videos. <laughs> you Hip-hop. guys created this idea of what it means to be a man. We didn't do that. I, Unpack that. I'm, 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 I'm here for the conversation. I, 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 I think, That's it. That's what it so is. We, so we, so you're saying that men created mm-hmm. the idea, which is sort of grounded in patriarchy. Like, sort of? Sort okay. of. All the way grounded in yeah. it. We'll just bring it out. Okay. That we have to be the providers and the strong. We're going to make the money. We're going to hoard the money. So now. That's one part of patriarchy I support. We have to. <laughs> so, so now we have to live by that. And we are boxed into that. We have to live by that. No, you're just triggered by it. You don't have to live I'm by it. I'm not triggered by it at all. But I'm saying, I'm saying to me, you that's something that you you like what level when you say broke, like what's broke to you? Oh God. <laughs> I put a number to it? Not not a number. Roommates. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Jake Paul got roommates. He makes like a five, three million dollars a month. Well, that's dumb. <laughs> what if you? That's just, see, that's the thing about roommates. What if you just like living with your homeboys though? That's, well, that's also, again, also I don't need that. I don't want that. I've done it. that. I'm yeah. cool. Yeah. I don't. So, and I don't need a nigga that needs to be around people all the time. What would you say would be the financial requirement? I'm not asking money. I'm talking about like lifestyle. Like what? Equal to mine or more? Equal to yours or more? Mm-hmm. How are you going to find that out? Through time. That's what dating's for. Right. But all those things get revealed eventually. Right. Just te- got to test them. Do you, would you ever loan money to a man at this point in your life? No. I've done that. You've lived that life before. Mm-hmm, I'm done. <laughs> so, never, so. I mean, maybe like if we were together and like, you know, we fell upon, he fell upon some hard times afterwards. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, I, I'm going to set up a, I'm going to set up a scenario for y'all. 
All right, you date, you meet a guy, right? You meet him at like an Afrobeast party or something like that. Y'all look like y'all go to that type of shit. Oh my God, I do. Uh, so you, 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 uh, you know, you know, burner boy is on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Y'all fucking into it, right? And you meet the guy. He's tall. He's African. He's wearing a shell necklace. His hair is all fucking. Not the shell necklace. Whatever. I'm, I'm, whatever. I'm setting the scene. I yeah, see so him. You, you see him. I'm he's over there. Yeah, you guys are dancing. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you feel the Africa in his pants. You feel <laughs> what I'm saying? Sure it's good. You know, the, the whole thing is going great. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I just had this happen to me. Mm-hmm. You just had this happen to you, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You get, like, the next day you meet him at his crib. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, He's got a studio, mm-hmm. but it's his. No roommates. Mm-hmm. Okay. You see that he is an amazing artist. Mm. An amazing artist. He draws. All of this stuff happened. Blah, 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 boom. Mm-hmm. So you guys are finished. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys have sex. It's amazing. Mm. And then he's like, I got to go to work. Mm. And then he goes on his phone and he taps into his Postmates account. <laughs> Because Does he, he have living plans? He delivers. We postmates. will be amazing sex partners. See, well, well, but you know, well, hold on, hold on. He like he like he delivers. That's a good answer. He's, a, post- a, good answer. he's a postmates driver. Because actually, this is kind of essentially no, it's not, no, not really right, this extreme. But he's a post. He drive. He delivers postmates. That's what he does. Yeah, that's he'll he never go, be my husband. He goes to different restaurants and he picks up food. <laughs> and then he delivers. We know. I'm, I'm clear. Just making man. sure. I hope. I, like, I don't know. I need to know how look, much are look, you making look, on postmates. I know there's people. I mean, I know there's people that will say I'm shallow because I have this view and it's not it's just not for me like I can I can do for myself I want someone else to be able to do the same like mm-hmm. I feel like that's not crazy but and the, I shouldn't feel bad about you it should, you shouldn't feel bad the reason why I asked you mm-hmm. the reason why I brought up the fact that he's an amazing artist is because you can see mm-hmm. and this is just me potential where where he, he may be oh women oh, is that he is here. I might fall in love a little bit. Because I'm not gonna lie, I might fall in love for like a I week. I would definitely fall in love. Did you say I felt the Africa in his pants? And, Africa, beautiful, and he made so beautiful Africa, art. Beautiful art, all of and this. I love a starving artist. Don't get it twisted. Postmates. So, but so the, what, what, like, what I'm saying is, you're postmate and you're getting up to actually do it. You're you're a yeah, winner. Yeah, but but I, that'll I, get old after a week. I know yeah. people that say yeah. that you that potential can sometimes be I think a I, counterbalance to actual your standing right now. Are you? I, I think that there's there's opportunity for potential to actually grow into whatever the fuck you think this person is supposed to be, mm-hmm. which it really that's having expectations that are so beyond you that you're going to get disappointed. But which we do all the time and I'm guilty of as well. But I think you get to a point where you've done that and then you're mm-hmm. like, I can no longer, you know, I got to listen to my mom. My mom always told me she rich. Don't. She wasn't always rich. She rich though. Yeah, she is now. I see the pictures of Malibu. <laughs> she uh-uh. worked hard and she worked hard for every cent. She rich. Um, she always told me not to date potential. And at that time, when she told me that I was young, I was like, probably around the first time I had a boyfriend. And then into That's my teenage years. That's actually a great thing to tell your child. She into told my, you that in the 10th grade? Into my, yeah. This nigga was like... Not about money. Was, was not he about, failing was, civics or no, something? Like, why would she tell you not she to... Would, he would, like, I would just like guys in get in trouble. That, you know? Right. And who was maybe like a great artist, you know? But... Um, she was right. Don't date potential. Mm-mm. That's the name of the podcast. That's a good one. Yeah. First of all, I'm potential, so I can't. We both can't be. Potential. Look, we all. <laughs> <laughs> you need to have made it, nigga. <laughs> I'm trying to figure it out. We can't. You. I, that's it. I'm honest. Right. I know what it is. We're both not going to be in the boat. Right. Look, we all we're all. Growing, you got to be. Yeah, I just want you to be the person I'm going to date. Seriously, needs to be at my level. 
or more. And, you know, we're at an eight. Not only do we have financially, Children. if we're talking about finances, because emotional intelligence is a whole other thing. There's mm. definitely men that are way... I had a conversation with someone yesterday that I was like, wow, you are so much smarter than me. Mm. And <laughs> I could acknowledge that. I know I have, I have a lot more growth to do in many departments, including finances. And I would like someone who can teach me all of those things. Mm. <laughs> and Jamila's looking for a mentor. I am. A mentor, husband... <laughs> So let me ask you this. Why do you think so So many guys are triggered when they hear women? This seems like a very sensible requirement. Because like it, like they're it, broke. It, this seems like a very sensible requirement. Doesn't, they, don't, they don't see themselves as going to be rich soon. Because I, I know I'm going to be rich soon. I just Right now, it would be nice if you were rich. Right now. <laughs> but, 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 I but, but, but I think that what's wrong is our culture. And I, I find this. I've, I've dated young guys. I've dated potential. I'm very, actually, too nice. That's why I'm changing, my, I'm changing it. <laughs> but I think, I think the part of the thing is, I think there's this culture where men don't really trust women. I think they there's a lot of um, hoeing in the DMs. A lot of women were going to uh, fucking where were they going? There's like on Groupon, basically Group? Dubai. Okay, there's weird <laughs> oh shit happening God. in Dubai. <laughs> I mean, prostitution Christ. is real, and yeah. it's and, and today's society, it's not that like discreet. So I think sometimes men get jaded and then they forget especially younger men if you don't have like mentors or real men to look up to you could these men be talking crazy to women disrespecting them like if you love pussy love women you treat them and you respect them a certain mm. way and I think there's this misconception like you can love women and talk down and call them bitches and have a hundred of them and not respect them that's like this culture that we're coming upon and that's fucking that that's that's not very heterosexual, in my opinion. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you love pussy. If you love women, you treat them that way. But so I think. Well, to be honest with you, that's something that men have to learn from other men. Like, and the reason, but, and I think there's a decrease. It's on a decrease, and well, so it's, young it's, guys it's, are it's, confused. Well, because when I, when I say the reason why I say that men have to learn that from other men is because, uh, unfortunately, like respecting and valuing a woman's opinion is something you have to watch happen to have the value in it, and I think that the reason why we have to police one another is because when things become trendy, like fuck this hoe or blah, 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 or the fuck, not, not even, not even that far, not valuing. I know, I know homeboys that have been in a relationship. It's like, I handle all of this. She handles all of that. I'm like, well, does she get to have an opinion about this? Do you guys talk about these things? No, this is my thing. Mm -hmm. This is her thing. I think those roles worked for a last time, a long, a long time, but I think now, uh, society is too integrated in every different way for those things to really stand up. And I think that in order to really appreciate women, you have to see a man do it. You have to see what it looks like. Mm -hmm. And a lot of guys don't have that. And it, it, like a lot of guys don't have that, not even in from their dads in their social circles. Like they don't, they don't, they don't see what that means. They don't see what that looks like. And so for men, we have to take up the mantle it's just going to help us be better husbands and fathers overall if we can learn what it means to really appreciate the opinion of a woman and really not just appreciate it, but value it and empower it. Because any the only way you can actually empower somebody is you have to want them. Uh, the only way you can have somebody safe is to have them empowered. Mm -hmm. If someone is safe, that means they have power. Safety is in your ability to assert your humanity onto someone. And so the only way to keep our women safe is to empower them. Is to is to is to Hallelujah. No, no, seriously. I agree with you. I think you're 100% correct. And so that has to be a thing. But that's 
that, that might be a, that might take a generation to uh, learn. Oh yeah, that's gonna take. No, no, I'm, that's why it's I, never gonna be perfect. Date period. older guys. <laughs> <laughs> Just chalk it up to that, huh? Uh, well, I mean, shit. I've tried to re- reprogram them. Something just it doesn't work. Yeah. All right, look, I, I think we out. Um, you, you, I, first of all, I really appreciate you ladies for coming by. But also, I appreciate you ladies for not bullshitting on the podcast today. It's a lot of shit that's going to trigger people in this podcast. We're not bullshitters, man. I mean, your whole thing. The, I, I could. Uh, what did I say I was going to name the podcast? Hmm. We're, not, we're, not gonna, we're not good at Twitter. <laughs> no, <laughs> don't. Oh, no. Uh, don't date potential. Mm. I was going to put. But actually, I might just name it. Gold Diggers Incorporated. Okay, you better not. <laughs> Don't even go there. Nah. I'm not. If we piss people off, cool. Like, DM like us. That. I want to talk to you guys. I'm open to, like, I want to have honest conversations. I want to hear other people's perspectives, you know? Like, I realize that my opinions aren't always popular, and okay, that's cool. I, I actually think that that would be a very powerful discussion. I think there, there's a, there would be a powerful discussion with men and women openly talking about these issues because I if I know if I want to get Twitter incited mm-hmm. I can just bring up splitting the rent <laughs> I know there's I, there's pain there like there's, there's actual pain I split the rent with a boyfriend right I so, did but too there, but did I like it but there are a lot of women that go no splitting of the rent but that I, was me though I wanted to split the rent it was like mm-hmm. or dudes it'll be like <laughs> I had a conversation with my little homies and he was like yo man you know I, I need a girl that it's just so funny to me. It's like, yo, man, I need a girl that like I need to know that if I if I go out, if we go out and my car gets declined, that she got me. He I, knows what he needs. <laughs> Shit, like Preference. It's, it's, it's a people thing. Like I know what I need. Why would you Preference. be? Okay, I get it. This is my thing. Not to sound like a simp. Fuck with y'all, whatever. If my man's car got declined, of course I'm gonna pay. I'm not gonna let him can be I, out here can I ask in, the, you a in question? the rain. Why <laughs> would you even be on a date? If there's a possibility, you shouldn't even have that a girlfriend. Your car could be could, yes. could decline. No, Listen, no, that's worse. You're never getting any. I'll be honest now. with you. That that shit would never like if he if, was. He thought he thought maybe that he could run the credit. I don't think men should think about sex if they are not like in good financial standing. Well, that's not gonna work <laughs> because we've been thinking about sex before we had any fucking money. I, that's true. Like, I, just, I just think like don't think about going jacking off. Don't go on any dates. Years old. You don't don't take me. Take on me a, to the park. And, <laughs> Look, there's some ways. There's some ways around this. You could trick me for a while, but I'm gonna get hungry eventually. <laughs> Especially because I like that type of shit. I'm not really a fancy restaurant type of bitch. Like mm. I want to go to the park. Let's go to the museum. Oh, you know a free no. art show we can go to. Like a nigga could get one over. Get over a minute. So artsy. Everybody <laughs> that hears that, they no. gonna try to be feeding her a low tail. Like, get this corn, <laughs> girl. You don't need no cheesecake factory. Y'all go. Y'all fuck with the cheesecake factory. Is that a date? I just went there. I'll take it. I love cheesecake factory. Really. <laughs> are we good? Is that good? What are you saying? What are you talking about? Cheesecake Factory. I'm just, I'm, listen, I'm saying that I, there was another conversation. I could do this. Oh my god! People, you know, the Cheesecake Factory is a, is 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 a is a appropriate restaurant. I love these. I love this. Who said? Cheesecake? What about Benihana's? Oh, is I love Benihana. Too? Hey, I'll be honest with you. Is that a thing too? I think Benihana's. I think Cheesecake Factory and Benihana's are just like we think about like black people taking. That's like our fancy dates. Is well, that, is that, no, 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 no. That the, is no. Grand Lux Cafe was the was the fancy date. Oh my god! What happened? Grand, Grand Lux Cafe was. The Fancy day. I Grand Lux Cafe. I haven't heard that. Na- that yeah, that was like you could tell niggas had saved up. Grand Lux is Cheesecake Factory. I know. It's the same fucking thing. It's the same thing, but because it's said it's, it's Grand. Lux. And it's Lux. <laughs> it's, it's, Lux. Lux. it's luxury. It's luxury. All right, man. <laughs>
the the podcast is Good Moms, Bad Choices. Um, you guys have heard a lot of the real from these ladies, and their podcast is growing. It's doing great. Uh, so I really thank you for for, for being on the rep. You know what I'm saying? Thank you Thanks. for having us. Oh, we are clap, clap for clap. Hey, no, you got clap. Make sure to follow clap. us on Instagram. Good Moms underscore Bad Choices. All right, we out. Bye. Bye.